You are listening to the Crown Rest Podcast, the audio experience for basketball official officials. Serve the game. Bro, I forgot to congratulate you. I haven't seen you in person yet. Congrats yeah. on getting picked up for D2. Thank you. ECC Good. conference. Thank you. I know when I saw that email went out, I was uh, I saw your name on it. I'm like, my man, Matty D. I know you had an ear to ear. Oh, yeah. yeah. Excited. So excited. My family was didn't have didn't know what to say, but they knew this is part of the journey, so it's another step. And, you know, just got to keep working and move yeah. forward. I know you've been putting, like, your goals out there. You know, I've, I've been hearing... Even when I first met you, just you telling me your goals from from the beginning, you know, and that's what I like that approach. You know, you're putting it out there in the world. Yes. And then it starts working for you. Exactly. The positive <laughs> energy out there, basically for anything that you want, you put that that energy into the universe, and it'll, it'll come back. Good stuff, bro. Hopefully, we get a couple games this, together this year. So I'm thinking today, you know, obviously it's a two-person rec game. But let's get into the um, habit of spotting the ball like we would in college at the four lines of marks of demarcation. Um, I know I have to, like, retrain my mind to, to put it at the correct spot. Yeah. It's hard to just turn the switch on when the season starts, you know. This is a good little lead-up time to straighten some th- work some things out before the season starts. Exactly. What else? You're looking smooth out there. Thank you, my friend. You, as always. I, like, I learned from you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you like something, take it. You yeah. know, I took a lot of things. Yeah. You know? Uh, that's what we got to do. We got to share with each other. Yeah. You know? Well, hopefully the game will start slowing down more and more and more. But we also need to see higher level ball in order for that to, yes. to really click. And sometimes when we do games that are higher, higher level, we actually have to... You know, and, and the speed and the pace is really high. That's when we have to actually slow down even even more. So let's talk signals. I really like your stay here signal. You did it a couple times this half. You just went up with the left hand, stopped the clock, and then you came with the right hand with one singular press down. I, I use the analogy on these called pushing the button. You want to push the button once and just hold it, the button one time down. You see some officials pressing the button multiple times, right? I liken that to, like, waving off a shot three times. Why are we waving off the shot three times? It's only one shot. We only need one wave off. The last podcast we did was about eliminating excess signals. So that would be like an example of eliminating an excess signal if you were pushing the button multiple times. Thank you. Clementine, delicious. Um, What I do want to work with you on is your push, your push signal. I think if you close your fingers and just push forward, it would just look a little bit more compacted and just a little bit tighter. Um, You know, the same hand that you have when you stop the clock, which is perfect, like your fingers are connecting, your thumb is out, looks like perfect. Just transfer that to the push. Try that out. See see what you think. Because this is the way it looks. With the fingers out, just just to me, I'm all about tightening compressing like keeping things smaller you know i just i just think it, it's it it presents the, the best look so just give it a try give it a give it a test drive if you like it well i test drive uh 
when you asked me to try a new mechanic on my three-point uh, goal, uh, successful goal mechanic, and I love it now. What was the change? Uh, when I went from straight up uh, field goal, football field goal, to a little wider, a little more compacted. I think you had you had your palms facing too, right? Was that one of the changes so. we made too? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Three point looks excellent. The yeah. height is perfect. Yes. I mean, I'm definitely noticing a lot of improvement on on signals, positioning, just presence and demeanor too. Obviously, for us, not um, refing to the level of the game as well. Correct. We just had a 70 point blowout, but we're we're here looking to pick out the two or three things that are worth talking about because there's always something. Oh, so here's a question for you. I was thinking about this the other day. You know, we talk about, oh, I had a great game, I had a good game, didn't have a good game. What's your definition of, of having a great game? When, even though coaches, not everyone will be happy. 50% of the people, obviously, there's a loser. Um, it's when you get that nod from a coach who just lost. And you know that nod means he appreciated your efforts. There was nothing that, you know, his team just just lost. That's just the way it is. And I made the calls that were made, meant to, our team made the calls that were meant to be made. And when he gives me that nod, especially, or, or even a losing coach on a way out, and he yells at you, thank you. You know, to me, that, that's, that's always been my good game. You know? So getting affirmation from a coach. Yeah, it doesn't, I don't necessarily need affirmation. But just that look on their face of not disgust, not anger. You know, they will be disappointed, obviously, that, that face is of disappointment. But it's, you know, just knowing at the end of the day, I'll probably come out with a really good rating, despite the loss. Well, listen, the last thing we want to do is ref for ratings. You know, that's like a high school. That's, I'm not saying you are, I'm just yeah. saying, you know, you hear that on the high school level a lot. What's my rating going to be? You know, I want to get a good rating. I could care less about a rating. Because if you put the effort and, and your intent is, you know, running the game and doing it properly in a professional way, then everything else will play itself out. But, like, just that question, what, what is a great game to you? Like, we talk about, you hear some answers, oh, the, uh, the players were really athletic. It was a high-level game. Guys were putting the ball in the hoop, right? Maybe that might be their definition of a great game. You want to know what mine is? I want the most difficult, hard, most challenging, pressurized game possible. I want to call seven charges. I want to call five blocks. I want to call two double fouls. I want to call a flagrant one. I want to call a technical foul. I want to have something off ball about four times. Uh, I want to be able to have to use my voice and manage players getting in each other's face. Like, just that intensity, that's a great game. The score has nothing to do with it. It could be a 50-point game because I could, I could get that game I'm looking for. How much time you got? Yeah, so you guys. You guys are you playing again? Oh, we're ready when you are. Yeah. Um, so I can get to that game regardless of skill level, score. Um, it could happen in any form, but, but that's what I'm looking to do. And I, I generally have a lot of no calls too, but like I want to have those games where I'm very active. That to me is a great game. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I like that. just interesting. Yeah. So, you, so what do you got there? You got avocado? Avocado with some uh, sea salt on it. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I uh, For some reason, the supermarket didn't have any limes. So I don't know how, but usually I 
squeeze some lime on it, and oh, it's delicious. It's kind of you know, it's, it's kind of like, like guacamole, it's guacamole without, without, guacamole, without the chips, without the chips, without the tomatoes. Listen, listen. You know. I brought I brought a stash of food as well. Yeah. We have a uh, well. I had my shake this morning. Yeah. My Crown Ref Super Shake. It includes kale, almond milk, flaxseed, chia seed, um, mangoes, bananas, protein powder. Yum. Water, obviously. And then I brought another one to go. I always bring a to go shake. This one has blueberries in it. Kale. Yum. Have my uh, egg white wrap on whole wheat, um, an orange, and an apple. That's called proper in-game food. In-game food. Because we can come and eat like in between games and then go run again. Yeah, exactly. I would also add like a peanut butter and jelly would be a great in-game meal. <laughs> or protein bar. What? Banana. A protein bar, banana, banana. fruit. I mean, you're hitting it right on the head. Oh, yeah. You're a big uh, nutrition guy. Huge nutrition. However, every day I have four eggs and three slices of bacon. And some days I'll saute spinach with it and coconut oil. Uh, another day is just, just the uh, bacon and eggs. Now, you can't but every promote day. bacon as a healthy, <laughs> everyday food. You, you being the health Your body you needs fat to process, to, to work functionally inside your organs. It needs the fat. Okay. What we don't need is the sugar, and that's what's causing the problems with everybody. It's the amount of sugar that we intake every day, or high fructose corn syrup when people aren't reading their labels. And salt in packaged foods. Correct. That kind of sodium is bad. Adding your, your sea salt, you know... A reasonable amount. That's why you know, I tell that's people. That's what gets your muscles working properly. You know, I add salt to a lot of meals. Yep. And, you know, some people, like, when I'm doing it at work, they're like, oh, you put a lot of salt on. I'm like, it's not that much salt. And I don't get any salt anywhere else besides what I add, pretty right. much. And to, and to what the, is naturally um, inside the food. Whatever, you know, comes natural. Yeah. 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 The sodium. So you can sprinkle like salt on all of your meals as long as you're oh, not yeah. having eating bags of chips and no chips, you no, know, yep. canned soups that are very high. In. Correct. Now, will you work out after reference five games today? I I would I if I could depending on the time I don't know what time I'm gonna be able to get home, but yeah I'm uh, pretty crazy when it comes to that. You know it's too bad we're not on court one because court one features a pull-up bar and we could be uh, cranking <laughs> out reps in between sets between games. Hilarious. But. On court two, we get to record a podcast. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool too. We get to work. Game two. What do you guys do for your board for training you guys? They, they added me as a, I'm going to be in charge of training new officials. Nice. Yeah. Well, because I'm the assistant mechanics instructor in Queens. Okay. So Dave Schoenfeld, my mentor, is the, the instructor, and he expects in a few years that I'll be taking over nice. the mechanics. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward to it. Every with time new it's officials. like, I always think of you, bro. Like, when I think mechanics, crisp, sharp. Appreciate that. Yeah. Well, look, um, I'm happy to be able to now be in a position to teach the younger generation yeah. of officials. So. Uh, I'm excited, man. I know, forget Plus, it's going to be a lot of great content. So we're talking about talking about updates to your phone. It's just <laughs> like it's just like applying new tips, right? It's like I sent you the link, you clicked on it, you watched it, you got updated, and then you applied it. So, for instance, we're right talking way. about adjusting your push signal, right? Closing your fingers. Bro, you just, you had that play right to start the second half. It yeah. looks super sharp. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Like, I, that's it. Your push signal is complete. That's, it. that's all I have to say. Well, I, gotta, I, I go to the Crown, uh, Crown Ref School of Mechanics. Mm. And, uh, Crown Ref U. <laughs> Crown Ref U, exactly. It's an ongoing, continuing educational yeah. program. Yeah, it really is.
So I got field hockey after this. I got a field hockey game at 245. Field hockey, you ref? Field I ref field hockey I as well. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. I'm a three-sport man. I do girls lacrosse as well. Get out of here. I'm just a sportsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I do all year round. It's pretty see, cool. See, I want, I want to go into baseball, volleyball, but I've been advised stick with basketball, move to where you want to go, and then pick up the other games in the offseason when you're at that level that you want to be at. Remind me, the next time we put the mic on, I have a field hockey play that we're going to transfer into the Hoops Arena. Okay. All right? So, yeah, I ref field hockey, too. Um, there's a lot you could take away from these other sports. So I had a play last week. Actually, I, this is, I'm saying this because I just put this post out this morning. And the title is, When a Coach Shouts Unsporting Comments Onto the Court at the Next Opportunity, Say This. This is what I had. I don't just I don't just say things and put them out. I test the market first. I do market research and the things that are successful. That's what I distribute. So this play happened, and my response was, with with all due respect, please do not shout negative comments onto the court. If you have a question about a play, I'm very approachable and more than happy to answer it. Now you may think that's a lot, right? But just reading the title, it's all about the live version, how you execute. So here's here's what happened. Coach, I was on opposite side of the field. Coach was barking a couple times at my partners. Actually, both coaches were. Just, you know, yelling out their opinions of the calls. Happened like four or five times. My partner didn't say anything, which is fine. So about the fifth time, I go, do-do, do-do, do-do. Stop the game. I have both hands up, and I say, with all due respect, both coaches, please do not shout negative comments onto the field. If you have a question, I'm more than happy to answer it at the next time out. Thank you. Silence. I said it in front of 100 people in the stands, too. All the players, coaches, you know, the attention was on me. And I said, yeah, I've been meek little mice. <laughs> That's what we call those knockout responses, yeah. where you give a response, and then there's nothing left to discuss. Yeah. That's what we want to yeah. strive for. So I thought that was pretty good. So I just kind of modified it for basketball. I didn't obviously happen on a field. Yeah. I put court, but I'm always getting little tidbits from the games of actual things that are happening, and and then just put it out, just sharing it. Oh, that's great. It's all about the approach. I love that. <laughs> and, and you know something too when you. When you say the word negative, and I've never told a coach they're being negative. That just happened spontaneously. But if you call someone negative and you kind of put them in their place in a um, respectful way, they're not going to shout something negative again. <laughs> I heard her go back inside her shell. <laughs> and the great thing about it, my wife and my daughter were there. Oh, that's awesome. They came to watch. Um, it was a nice Saturday morning. You know, the weather was great, so I took them to the game, and they were... Um, they were on the opposite stands just by themselves, but I asked my wife about it. She liked it. And you know what was great, too? After the game, I went and got my baby girl, and I walked her across the field and, and left, like, through the, the normal yeah. exits. So I don't know. Who's going to say something with exactly. the cute baby in my arms? <laughs> I was like, what? Say something. Lexi will get you. That's funny. No, that verbal judo is just so key and so important to be able to, to communicate in a positive professional manner um, you're right it, it sometimes puts people stops them in the tracks you know um, we're just surrounded with so much unfortunately more negativity 
uh, than positive uh, response or affirmation or, you know, it's, all, it's always looking at the negative aspect. Yeah. So when you're able to stomp it with that negative, keep it at bay, no one wants to be that next person. Exactly. You know, to be negative again, you know. You know, and I added a layer in the post where I said, when coaches and players act unsporting, that actually gives us the leverage to to run the game and to handle it. You know, by them doing something negative, we have the opportunity to now go do something positive for the game. That's the way I view it. That's what I talk about playing offense. I just want everybody to understand what, what it means to play offense. It doesn't mean we're offensive. Yeah. There's a big difference. Yeah, exactly. It just means you did something that needs to be addressed, and now I get to go address it in the most professional, courteous, yet firm way. Yeah. Next. 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 Did you read the book, Verbal Judo? Wait, the book? The, the book. It's a book. Oh, no. Oh, okay. No, That's no. Where I, I thought, where I get your excerpts from? Yeah. I thought that was all you. Well, listen. <laughs> hey, I'll give it's you a book. Back. It's a yeah, book. Yeah. I'm hashtagging yeah. the book because yeah. I want to bring awareness. I read this book in 2015 when I was when I was that guy that looked at other officials who always had something good to say, like in the heat of the moment, I'm like, how do they have that line? Where did that line come from? How do they know how to use it? So I was seeking, I was seeking information, and I came across Verbal Judo. It's a police officer who wrote the book, um, and, it's, and it's meant to be implemented in hostage situations, negotiation situations. Yeah. You know, even way more intense, obviously, yeah, than yeah, reffing hoops. So it all can be applied to reffing hoops. Yeah. And once I read that book, man, it was eye-opening. It was in 2015, and I remember I had a camp um, I went away to a camp in Pittsburgh and just stepping on the court I felt different I felt different I felt like I had like a superpower to like use my words effectively to get people to do the right thing you know so that's why I'm just trying to share it you should read the book bro I'm I will, telling you I will definitely I, I, I use the book like a study tool I was highlighting key points and, and it helps you in your everyday communication as well Crown Refs Podcast is brought to you by Neat Tucks, the best way to keep your shirt or uniform tucked. If you're looking for that clean, professional look on the court, there's only one way to do it. Log on to neattucks.com and order yours today. Neat Tucks and Crown Refs, serving the game. So we just had a loaded play here. We had a made three-point goal and an intentional slash flagrant one foul. You know, our first thing we did was wrong was not send the teams to the bench, right? Tell me what you saw, though, in the play. Uh, there was a scrum for the ball. White was able to get the ball back. So A1 had the ball back at the three-point line, uh, table side, parallel with the free-throw line. The two on the floor, 21 white and, and 20 black. As 21 white tried to get back up, 20 black pulled on his jersey and pulled him right back to the ground. Good call. So as I hopped, the ball had been released prior. Okay, so no team control. No team control now. With knowledge from my amazing partner. Stop it. I'm average. Okay, average partner. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so we came together, and yeah, we we didn't send the players to the bench uh, so that we could quickly assess what just occurred just to make sure that we are scoring so we're scoring the three-point goal and we're reporting the intentional foul 
we got to know who the shooter is. So that's another thing we want to discuss. So who's the foul on? Um, how many shots? Where's the ball being spotted? Correct. Right? Um, and the coach now is acting a little unsporting, so yeah. we've warned him. Just to clarify, the one rule difference between high school and college for this play is high school, we're going to spot the ball at the nearest spot of the foul, and in college, we're going to spot it at one of the four marks. So we have an intentional foul. We have a made three-point basket. The, the rule is the same for high school and college, right? We're going to score the goal because there's no team control. We're going to administer an intentional foul on B1. A2 is going to now shoot two free throws because he was the player fouled. And then team A is going to get the ball on the si on side out. But I think what we could have done is as soon as we have as soon as we have an intentional foul, let's send everyone to the bench because those type of plays needed a little bit more discussion. Right? Because I felt like we rushed. I rushed too. You know, it's like we're in a rush to get it done. If both teams are on the bench, we don't feel that sense of rush. Right? So we didn't come out of our little meeting identifying who the shooter was. Um, we did say where the where the spot of the ball is. So just, just to explain the play, A1 is about to shoot a, a three-pointer. And now we have B1 and A2 on the ground after incidental contact. B1 pulls down A2, correct? As he tries to get back up. So you come with the, 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 the intentional foul signal, but the ball is now in the air. So we have no team control. So the, if the ball goes in, we're scoring it. So if the ball goes in, I'm now showing the three-point goal. So we'll get together. We'll discuss. Then you'll report, score the goal, three-pointer, intentional foul, blue 22. Black 20. Okay, black 20. Two shots and the ball on the side. Right? Um, so, yeah, just, just taking our time on those plays because they're hard. And that's one thing I say is, like, we have something, we have a double tech or we have an intentional foul. Just send the teams to the bench. It's a, it's a good tactic to use. You know, we don't, one thing you don't want to be doing is having discussions with your partners in front of players. It just feels awkward. Because then they start asking you what, and then you have to address them. Like, excuse me, I'll, I'll be with you in a moment. One play you had where you had a off-ball foul going the other way, I think, or it was an illegal screen or something like that. It was a good call. But at the table, you went, I think you, you showed push, and then you showed at the spot. I want you to add another directional point after that, almost as a point of emphasis, no pun intended, right? It's just a reinforcing point. So we're going the other way. You had a foul, black 22, push, and then you're pointing that way, and then the spot. I just think it looks, it's just adding another layer of strength, in my opinion. We got game four. Just want to take a quick 30-second timeout to tell the audience about the Crown Refs Team Store, which is now available online, produced by Point3 Basketball. We currently have the short-sleeve hoodie, the Crown Refs backpack, a fadeaway long-sleeve, a graphic t-shirt, a hustle short-sleeve shirt, and dry-woven training shorts. We offer them in black, white, and gray. If you've gotten any value at all from the Crown Refs content or the podcast, I would really appreciate it if you supported the brand. You can go to crownrefs.com backslash shop. Now, back to the podcast. 
Yeah, so I know you're not on social, so if you just go to the Anchor app and click subscribe, you'll get notified of all my new podcasts that come out. Um, and also the newsletter. Do you get my newsletter in your email? Okay, so I'll get you hooked up on that, too, because I put a lot of uh, my social content through the newsletter. So you got podcasts and newsletter. You're missing out on, on IG, but I respect your boundaries. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. Serve the game. Yeah, we interviewed Joey. Get the freak out That's of why you're missing That's why you're missing out. Dude, how the hell? And it just happened. These, thing, these things happen. These things happen. See, you already put that energy out in the world. Exactly. It's all positive energy that's put out. No, but you got to check out the, the Joey interview. It was awesome, man. We had a, I had so much fun interviewing him. I think we both made each other feel really comfortable. So he was able to really be transparent and... Um, it was had a lot of good laughs on it, yeah, but you gotta re- listen to that I on will. the way home, man, and hit me up. I will, I will. Did he, uh, did he uh, talk about some of his mechanics and how? Oh, like- we did a whole thing on his famous block, <laughs> on his ejections, but it's all been documented. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I just had a funny line for a kid. So he's driving. Gets blocked, throws up a wild shot, falls to the ground. The play goes the other way. Me and him are the only ones in the backcourt. So he kind of like yells out a complaint. So I say, stop yelling at me and run back on defense. <laughs> I went into full phys ed teacher like, mode there. Because yeah, exactly. it's a sixth grader. Yeah. Remember, like, uh, the younger grades, you got to sometimes coach them. And that was just... That was my line for him at the time. Obviously, I wouldn't say that in a real game. I wouldn't tell a player to sprint back on defense. But in a youth game, look, we got to do a little coaching, and that's what I would have told him if he was on my team. Don't yell at the ref and sprint back on defense. All right, bro. All right, bro. Pleasure working with you. Great, Great seeing you again. Thanks for listening. Please go share this with a fellow official. Make sure you subscribe, and it would also mean the world to me if you left a review on Apple Podcast. Have a great day. Thank mm-hmm. you.